Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Steph and you got LeBron. You put them in the same weight training? Yeah. Regimen? When Steph comes out, he's not going to come out that looking like LeBron. <laughs> no, he's not. It doesn't not. work that way. No. You have this thing called genetics. Yeah. That was a great one, oh, girl. What's up, guys? It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. Today, the AF stands for and fitness because I have a legendary fitness entrepreneur and creator of the Hollywood Trainer Club coming in. Her name is Jeanette Jenkins. She is seriously amazing in the fitness industry. She inspires hundreds of thousands of people. She is a celebrity trainer. She's been known to train pink her entire career as well. So I'm really excited because she's going to come in and talk all about, you know, myth busters in the fitness industry and very educational, by the way. She has a lot of, you know, real hard-hitting advice about health, wellness, and fitness. So she's about to come in, but before she does, I just want to say, what the fuck? I won Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Rookie. Um, I don't even know how to say it because I, I'm like truly blown away. Um, so last week, I was actually announced as the winner of Swim Search. Um, I'm just as shocked as you are, let me tell you. I got the call from Sports Illustrated. I was working out. I was literally in the middle of like doing like jumping jack or something. And one of my, you know, one of the girls from SI called me and I was like, hello. Like I picked up on the first ring, like a weirdo. Usually, you know, you let it do like a third or fourth ring, but I was just like, wait, what? So I picked it up right away. And they're like, um, <laughs> she said, we know it's been a really, really, really long year in this swim search process. And it, it, you know, it's been really emotional. That's why we wanted to call you and tell you ourselves that you won. And I was like freaking out. I thought I was going to throw up. I literally was like dry heaving. I was so shocked. You have no idea. Um, because I was so shocked. I, I don't want to say like, I keep saying how shocked I was because of course I believed in myself and I had confidence throughout this entire process. But at the same time, all 13 girls, a part of the swim search process are so worthy and deserving and amazing that anyone could have won a part of the swim search and truly been, you know, a rookie for SI. And so that's why it's so shocking to me because every single girl is so amazing. And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. And so to be chosen with one of my really good friends, Kristen Harper, was absolutely incredible. So we both found out on a Friday, the same day. 
And um, this is before anyone knew. So we had to, you know, keep quiet. We signed, you know, that we wouldn't tell anyone or whatever. And so I went to drinks with her that Friday night right after we found out because we couldn't tell anyone else. So basically we went to drinks and uh, while we were drinks, we saw some of our other friends there, one of her roommates. And this sounds so crazy, but um, also the chain smokers were at dinner with us. Super random. Uh, Just because they're friends of friends, you know, uh, also... Kristen's boyfriend's friends with the chain smokers as well. So, you know, the chain smokers were just sitting at dinner with us. It's fine. And me and Kristen were just like kind of like talking to ourselves during dinner, just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, whatever. Like, not really telling anyone that we won at all. But at the same time, um, you know, Drew, one of the head guys of the chain smokers, was like, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Uh, do you want to come on? <laughs> I feel like I could, by the way, I feel like I could tell this on my show because like, they'll never see this. I wouldn't like tell social media because I don't want to like boast about it because I, I don't know. I just find whatever. You'll understand when after I'm talking about this. But Drew was like, do you want to come on our, pri- our private jet to Vegas tomorrow? And me and Kristen were like, uh, uh, and we were with her roommate too. And basically, um, we all decided yes. I mean, duh. We thought, me and Kristen were like, this is going to be the perfect celebration for us. And like, in secrecy, we didn't tell anyone. So your girl flew on her first private jet ever last weekend. <laughs> and it would be one of those things. This is why I'm saying it. It's like, uh, imagine those girls on Instagram who fly on like one private jet and like post about it. Like, fuck no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to like go on my Instagram. Like, of course I got like a secret photo of me on a jet, but I'm not going to post it. I find that just like so fucking weird, but I can talk about it on my podcast because it was just hilarious. I was trying to pretend like I've been on like 17 private jets before. I'm like, oh yes, the ham and cheese sandwiches, of course. Oh yes, the mimosa in the morning. Oh yes, of course, we'll take that right here. No mask, of course. Fine, now sounds good. No seatbelt, okay, sounds good. Lay back recliner chairs, like unbelievable. And me just, and me not saying a word that it was like my first private jet because I was trying to act so cool. Like, yes, I've done this before, of course, of course. Um, but it was just a crazy experience. You literally land and they have like an SUV right there waiting for you. Like there's no security or <laughs> anything. Wild experience for me. If anyone's been on a private jet, you're probably like, okay, yeah, we know. This is like, of course, Katie. But no, I've never been on a private jet. I found it really cool, okay? So we land, we go (laughs) to the hotel room, and it's not a hotel room. It is a three-story suite with like seven rooms and all the food in the whole world. We like ordered any food you could possibly think of. I had like fried rice, chicken tenders, a ton of French fries, pasta, like literally any food you ever want. And then they perform, I think it's at the Encore, I think it was, and we get escorted by security. (laughs) And literally everyone's like looking at us like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, who is this Like looking at me? And we're just like in the crowd and like right next to them, the chain smokers as they're performing. And then like get escorted back to the suite and any food you want, any drink you want. And then you get escorted into the Omnia, whatever the other place that they were performing. And it was just like such a really, really cool experience. Not only because, you know, going on a private jet and all that shit obviously was really freaking cool, but doing it in secrecy. And I mean that (laughs) now that I'm like doing it in secrecy as I just told my whole fucking story. But not posting about it on social media and living in the moment and doing everything, you know, like me and Kristen, as we just won SI Swimsuit, like rookies, it was like, 
something that we could just have us to and like remember that moment forever, not being like all over social media, being like, this is what we're doing. Oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. And like putting your phone down and just like really soaking it all in was honestly the coolest, best part for me. And so, um, yeah, that was an epic way to celebrate as I swimsuit rookie. And once again, just want to say that I'm so freaking grateful to be in this position and I still cannot believe it. Um, I mean, it's been a very, very, very long year. I first auditioned and uh, well, first in 2017, but my audition tape that got me to where I am now was August 2020. Um, I actually filmed it back in July 2020, but I posted it in August. And so, um, you know, it's been a long process, a long year, but every single step that I did like led me to where I am today. So um, very, very, very grateful, very thankful. And thank you all for voting for me. I really, really freaking appreciate it. I can't wait to see what's next with this SI swimsuit journey and keep you guys updated every step of the way when I can. <laughs> and so I just want to say thank you so much for that. Anyways, Jeanette's about to come in. So let's get talking to her. All right, everybody, I have Jeanette here with me, and I'm so excited because this is the first time we've seen each other in probably five years, as we were just saying. Yes. Which is crazy. And mm -hmm. so we first met uh, at another fitness event. Yeah. And you were just like, oh, but I thought I've known you for oh, years because uh, you actually go back with my mom. Yes, in the... 1998, I want oh, to say. Yeah, God. I'm an old head, first of all, for all you young babies tuning into Katie. Um, I'm 47. You look 27. <laughs> so I actually, one of the first jobs that I got when I moved to L.A. from Canada was working backup talent on one of your mom's videos. Wait, that was one of your <laughs> first jobs? One of my first on-camera jobs. Like, in it was, what? yeah. So I went to school in Canada studied human kinetics. I was working in the industry as everything from like a lifeguard, swimming instructor, aqua fitness. And I came to LA specifically to work in the fitness industry in 97. Were you even born yet? Yes, 1993. <laughs> <laughs> I was four. <laughs> okay, so Katie was four and her mom was doing a workout video and I was casted by an incredible woman. Her name's uh, Lisa Wheeler. I have you know known Lisa, Lisa Wheeler? my entire life. Okay, so oh. Lisa is amazing. We love Lisa Wheeler. So Lisa casted me wow. to be back up in your mom's video. And so, yeah, I feel like I've known you your entire life, oh child. My gosh. <laughs> do you remember working with my mom? Like, do you, Of like, course yeah? I do. Uh, come on. Can anyone <laughs> forget your mom, Katie? Oh. I think it's the, one of the incredible things that I see that she's passed on to you is just oh. that the brightness right? Yeah. That joy. And it's like, it's, I know it can tear me up because Aww. it's so needed in today's world. Oh, and it is, I know, but it's like, it comes from such that. a sincere place from her. Yeah. And you just know that like all of the fans of Denise from years, they, that's something that really inspires people. You're going to make me too. It's up. the mental health element though, yeah. but it means so much. And I see, every time I see you on Instagram, I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's got that little Denise, like super positive energy. And people really, really need that. And so I'm so, yeah. I'm, overjoyed to see that she's passed that on oh, to you. Thank you. And you I get think, it from your mama, girl. I do. I do. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. And I think that's just one of the, the best things that I've learned about, you know, the fitness industry is how genuine and pure she is. She sure Because is. the fitness industry is a lot of bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if you, like, if you've, like, experienced what I have, but, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people lie. A lot 
people say, you know, they do things and they just don't eat or they don't follow exactly what they say. My mom is like true to who she is. And she like talks the talk, walks the walk, if that's what you say. I love it. Yeah. And she's always been the kindest person to me too, oh, like geez. over all these years, you know, I could run into her anywhere and she'll always be like, Jeanette! <laughs> and she welcomes you with like this yeah, she ginormous amount of love. And <laughs> yeah. you just feel like, oh, if every human could have that much love and positive She makes energy. you feel so special. She does. Ugh. I love her. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you started, and one of the first things in 1998 was with my mom's DVD as yes. well, but you had a fitness background. I just want to see like how you got into fitness from there on out and how, you know, how okay. that started. So I moved to LA um, around 97. And like I said, I had already worked about eight years in fitness and training. So while I was going to uh, University of Ottawa, I actually worked as a sideline trainer as well for my football team. Wow. So I used to like wrap wrists, wrap Whoa. ankles with all the guys before they'd like, I think about 50 sets of wrists and ankles before they'd go out to the field. And then I also had to be emergency sideline training. So like if somebody had an emergency or like broke a collarbone or oh, got tackled, we were the first people to go out on the field and assess what was happening. Um, so that as well as I was teaching through the through my entire like school university is like hip hop aerobics, step aerobics, all that type of stuff. And I started doing fitness competitions as well. So Whoa. I did my first like Miss Galaxy fitness competition in 97. And then I had like my first feature in Muscle Mag. And <gasps> Hell yeah. I know. And I was a finalist many, like I think three time finalist finalist for Miss Galaxy. Yeah. So I had already done all of that before right. I came to LA. So then when I came to L.A., I knew I just wanted to work in fitness and training. And I immediately started teaching at Crunch Fitness. And the coordinator there was Kendall Hogan. And he was the guy who was on body shaping on TV. Oh, yeah. Time. Last name Hogan. Is that Hogan. Okay. Yeah. So it was an ESPN series called Body Shaping. And he was like one of the lead. So anyone who watched like fitness on TV in the 90s, they all yeah. knew. It was like, it's Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> so he hired me at Crunch. And I also got a job at the Sports Club LA on Sepulveda, and I started teaching in LA, and then celebrities started coming to my classes, like Christina Applegate would come to my spin okay. class, and Carmen Electra would come to my abs class, and then I started getting a lot of celebrity clients for training, and uh, I created my first DVD VHS series. Wait, were we're you like, in the VHS time? I know. I still had VHS. Yeah, no VHS and way. DVD because it was like 2000 was yeah. when I released my first set. And um, it was called the Hollywood Trainer Cross Training Series. So I've always believed in using all the methods of training as far as working all your components of fitness, right? right. So we would always call it flexibility, which you kids today call mobility. <laughs> But it's like, you know, the range of motion of a joint. So at the time, it was like yoga and Pilates. Um, I'm so happy to see that window grow as right. well, that method of training of just mobility in general. But um, definitely, uh, so that was my first series in like 2000. And I created it. And then I had like a distribution deal with, uh, not a, um, do you there's an executive, his name is Darren Capic, and he did the whole, like, Kim Kardashian uh, fit into your jeans 
workout. No, I Anyways, didn't he had his own booth at MIPCOM. Okay. And he took my product to MIPCOM and got me like 17 distribution oh deals. Oh my gosh. So I had distribution deals in 17 different countries because of him. Damn. And yeah, which was amazing as an independent person. Like, because I didn't have a deal with like a major distributor. I just owned the product myself and sold it through my website. I did like little infomercials and stuff. I was going to say that. I remember you doing infomercials, yeah. right? Yeah. And the infomercial, it was was hugely successful as well. So it was just like I was learning every different way that you could market yourself, right? Because we didn't have social media then. Right. So it was like you either had to get it in a magazine, you had to do TV segments like on the Today Show, Good Morning America, or you had to do paid advertising which was direct response infomercials. Which is kind of crazy. So you've kind of seen all of the waves of her marketing of how to you know, market a fitness career. And so I talk about this with my mom a lot because she's been in the industry for 40 years. Yes. And you've what, been over in 30. for 30? Oh my 30, goodness. Yes. So you've probably seen so many different changes of the fitness industry as well. What do you have to say on that? Like any like crazy changes besides like social media and the way of like digital marketing? Well, I think the biggest key takeaway that people have to understand is that you can market yourself for free now. Yes. Like when I first, the first platform I ever was open to was like Twitter and Facebook. And I was like, okay, so I can just post this on here. I don't have to pay anybody. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you put something out, you had to pay someone for that space. Yeah. Like whether it was magazine space. So I was like, get the hell out of here. Like, I couldn't even believe it. And then immediately I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be making content all the time yeah. to earn my following, to let them know, like, I have the education, I have the knowledge. Here, you know, here's seven exercises for this. Here's a smoothie for that. So I learned very quickly that, like, okay, what this young generation doesn't realize now is that being able to advertise to an audience for free is, like, amazing yeah. and you can be your own distributor all you have to do is create quality content so instead of like if your goal is to work in health and wellness don't look at it like oh katie's my competition or this one's my competition look at the health disparities in this country over 80 percent of the population is either overweight or obese 80% of 330 million people need your help. So if you can find a way to get them off the couch and moving, it doesn't matter what Katie's doing. It also doesn't okay. matter what this other person's doing. So it's like, stop looking at things like, because I hear sometimes people say, oh, well, the fitness industry is so saturated. It's like, yeah, it might yeah. be saturated, but is it saturated with educated, quality people that really care about motivating others and, and helping them improve the quality of their life? Or is it saturated with people doing backflips saying, look at me, look yeah. at me, yeah. <laughs> look at me, girl. That like, was it's actually my next question to you because it's like, <laughs> it's hard to see so many you know, young people, you know, especially some people who are kind of in my world and being fitness influencers mm -hmm. with no background. Sometimes my mom gets really frustrated. Yeah. My mom gets really annoyed because she's like, you know, sorry, no offense, it's mom. Okay. But she does because she's like, this girl has no idea what she's fucking talking about. Like, <laughs> she's just like a 21-year-old cute girl. With, and, she, you know, my mom doesn't really care yeah. about, like, you know, comparing me to someone else. It's not like that. It's just like, just make sure you're educated on what you're doing. And so what sometimes, you're talking about. you know, it's hard. Is it ever hard for you, you know, looking down, not looking down, but looking, you know, past and being like, oh my gosh, these girls don't know what they're talking about. And they're just like little fitness. Well, the way I approach that is also, you have to understand what everyone's role is. So 
is it bad for someone who loves sport and loves training to get on social media and to motivate other people to move? The information is as valuable as the source. So if you're going to go to an 18-year-old influencer who wants track and get your nutrition advice from her, maybe that's not the smartest choice unless that person is actually qualified in, you know, is in nutrition and has yeah. an education and knowledge in that. So that's the thing I think that we're missing now is that we don't have enough people. Kids aren't learning how to evaluate information. We have information overload. Yes. But they have to be able to decipher the quality of that information, how to look at resources. Like w- when we went to school, we had to go look things up in the library, <laughs> yeah. in encyclopedias, put footnotes. You had to have footnotes. You had to, have, you yeah. had to resource where that information was. Where did that research come from? You couldn't just claim like, do this and you're going to burn fat. Totally. <laughs> like, totally. There had to be science to back it up. So my thing is just that I think that there's space for everyone. I really I do. Love that. Um, because I'm there's some things that some of these influencers do inspire me to get up. I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Okay, I'm gonna go work out. Am I gonna do what they just did? No. <laughs> but I'm like, that that was freaking incredible. Okay, I see and, you doing some incredible things on your Instagram though. I'm like, oh my god. You gosh. know what I mean? There's so yeah. that's why too I try to also post in variations to be like, okay, here's the low impact option of this exercise. Here is so like um just understanding that everybody plays their role in this game sure. of health and wellness and i don't i think that there's space for everyone and that the more we can educate people on sources and the same as like okay if you want an exciting upbeat workout are you going to go to a physical therapist page no you're going to go to Katie's page and get her latest like <laughs> you know high low yeah. workout but if you want information about how to rehab your shoulder right. then yeah then you're going to go look at the you're physical not gonna go therapist to me, that's but for that's sure. what i'm saying <laughs> right. but there's space for both of you right and i'm not going to speak on that by the way so you know i'm not going to speak on like <laughs> you know, i i know my place and i think that's like the beauty of you know yeah being and an i think that's unfortunate that there are a lot of influencers that do speak out of right. line like they do talk about topics that they don't have the education or knowledge on. For sure. And I think the biggest thing is realizing someone's intention behind the influence as well. Because yeah. I think the, the fitness industry can be either, A, amazing because it's very gratifying and, and, you know, the trainer wants to help others, or B, someone who's just trying to make a shit ton of money and, you know, promote horrible products that are not actually going to help that person. So, right. and I've seen a lot in both sides, especially like growing up, you know, with with looking at other fitness, you know, entrepreneurs in our industry. And so it's like just knowing the intention because if you have the right intention of helping others, it is the most rewarding job possible. Oh, 100%. Because, like, I'm sure you get tons of messages and DMs from girls who've, you know, you've changed their life or they're like, you know, I was in the darkest spot and then I did your workout and or you, you know, you helped me lose 10 pounds and then I could fit into my graduation dress or like all, there's so many different stories. They really are. Yeah, and it is. It's very gratifying to know that you're actually helping people. Hey guys, Katie Austin here. Just a quick ad break in the middle of this episode because I 
want to tell you guys about one of my favorite superfood blends called Organifi. What it is, is an organic superfood blend. And I've actually talked a lot about it on Austin AF so far because first off, there are so many different types of products that Organifi has to offer. I'm just going to quickly touch on some of the best ones that I absolutely love. First up, it's an organic superfood blend. So basically what you guys do is put a serving into you know a scoop of water. You guys can put it into any type of milk or even a smoothie or anything that you guys want. And one serving has less than three grams of sugar. So one of the best ones that I love is Glow. And what Glow does is actually natural collagen support. So it helps like your hair, skin, and nails. And then this one's perfect for fall. The gold one is actually for rest and relaxation. And it is a pumpkin spice flavored superfood blend, meaning you guys can put it in like some oat milk, heat up some oat milk, put a scoop of this Organifi superfood blend in, and it will help you rest, relaxation for calmness, um, especially at night, something just hot and nice and warm for this fall is like the perfect thing, uh, especially for me after my birthday weekend and all my celebrations that I've been doing. It's like the perfect thing to make sure that I'm taking at night so I like calm myself down of all my anxiety right now. So make sure to check out Organifi. Again, they have other products, not just the organic superfood blend, but they have different types of proteins as well, different supplements. So if y'all want to check it out, my code is AustinAF, or you guys can go to Organifi.com slash AustinAF, and that code will get you 20% off. One more time, that is Organifi.com slash AustinAF, or my code is just AustinAF. And now, back to the episode. If you had to give any advice for someone um, who is looking to get into the fitness industry, no matter what their age is, at age 18, at age 55, what is your business advice? My advice is to first find the element in health and wellness that you love. Like for me, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. It's so wide. Like I actually, like one of my unique selling points is teaching classes, right? I absolutely love it. And still to this day, I teach live classes on my platform. And I know that that's something that I've honed over the years. In the peak of my career, I used to teach 17 classes a week. So like I can choreograph a oh class, put it to music, God. like it is nothing. Like the back of your mind. Like it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't even, you don't even think about it. No, but I still like, there's a, there's a method to my madness. You know what I mean? It's like of what each workout needs from the warm up to the elements in it, to the music that needs to the back, you know, yeah. to all of it. So like that I know is a very unique selling point that I have and being able to teach on the beat of the music. Whereas you know, in today's day, it's it's like, okay, now we're going to do this for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, how I do it. <laughs> and it's okay. There's space for everything. Yeah. But I know that, like, a lot of people who take my classes, they enjoy that I move on the beat of the music and that type of, of training. But... Um, so I would say find what it... Because it's so much easier to share what you love. So yes. if you're... Like, if if I was trying to teach people how to, like, always lift heavy, and I didn't enjoy lifting heavy. It's not going right. to be enjoyable. If you're doing 17 classes a week, you have to love it. <laughs> right. So I think you got to find what you love to do. Then get as much knowledge and education on that topic so that when you're sharing it with other people, um, you'll feel confident that the information you're sharing is valid and, and helpful. But it's also to not be... Because sometimes I've also met a lot of people that continue to get so much education and then they never have 
they're they're blocked by fear to actually take the step to put the information out there. Interesting. Like, meaning okay. there's they're scared to run that business. They're scared right. to go ahead and be like, okay, I'm gonna start my YouTube page or I'm gonna start my blog yeah. because they feel like they don't have enough education. Yeah. So I do want to say that there's always someone you can help. So even at, if you're at the beginner entry level, like if you can motivate someone else and help them. Just their, one person. Yeah, it makes a difference. And you can be constantly, I've been constantly educating myself my entire career. It never ends. And then there are things like here we are 30 years later, there's things that that they're doing today that like uh, that completely contradict with the way we were doing things 30 years ago. I mean, even just look at nutrition, all the contradictions over the years. Yeah. Fat-free everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Low We're, carb. Low carb, high carb. Like, I started in the high carb era, era and the, yeah. the fat-free and the sugar-free, and now it's like, you know, finally we've made it to, like, Whole Foods. Right. And what about in terms of like body types as well? Because, you know, back when my mom was teaching aerobics in the 80s, it was just about being skinny. Yeah. Literally. And now it's like, you know, thank God it's become more of like body positivity. Have you seen, you know, a lot of those types of training ways change at all, like due to different body types being wanted? Well, I think what has happened is, uh, and I hope it continues, is that when, because we have our own distribution outlets, we don't have just one media outlet deciding yes. who's going to be the fitness face, right? Who's going to be the girl on the cover of the magazine? Who's going to be the girl right. who represents fitness for all of us? That doesn't exist anymore. Now we have all of these fitness influencers can have their own page. So you have women of different body types, whether they're more muscular, born more muscular, or they're, uh, I mean, I'll use the soma types, mesomorph, ectomorph, endomorph. Like some women are born like a Venus Williams and a, where they're tall, long, and lean, but they're still a world-class tennis player, just like her sister Serena, but they have two completely different right. body types, right? right? So it's like trying to educate people that body type is your genetic makeup. We all get a genetic makeup. Training shouldn't be, We. I want people to learn that you shouldn't be training for a specific body type. The of body course, type that yes. you have is your genetic makeup. And wanting to, you should be training to be healthy and the best that you can be within your specific body type. But all the body types are beautiful. You know, Absolutely. every genetic makeup, you know, whether we're looking at someone like an Ashley Graham all the way to, you know, um, I'm trying to think who's, who do you guys look up to as far as like top models? Like um, a model Justin figure. Scriver. She's okay. so fit and lean. So it's like, there's, they're all different body types. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they can all be healthy. Absolutely. And then the training method, your training method should be for your goals. So like... If I want to train for a marathon, it doesn't matter what my body type is. I'm training right. for the marathon. Exactly. Okay? If I want to train because I want to have strong muscles and strong joints, I'm, I'm going to do heavy weight training to achieve strong muscles and strong joints. And so how much hypertrophy I get in that muscle is going to depend on my genetics. So I can guarantee you my genetic makeup, I can look at a heavy weight and immediately I'm like, pow, pow. <laughs> like it's my genetics yeah. to gain. And um, I did I actually did a bodybuilding competition early in my career. And my best friend, she was more of an ectomorph body type, which is more of your like model right. long lean. And, then, and if I was using figures of people, like if you look at someone like a LeBron James, right? And you have him doing weights 
in comparison to, you know, uh, let me think of someone, another athlete that's like much. Stephen Curry. Okay, Steph. Perfect. You got Steph and you got LeBron. You put them in the same weight training. Yeah. Regimen. When Steph comes out, he's not going to come out looking like LeBron. (laughs) No, it doesn't work that way. You have this thing called genetics. That was a great one, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But even if you're doing women, that's why a lot of times I'll use Serena and Venus as examples because it's like they even had the same parents. Totally, and they have completely different genetics. Absolutely, and sometimes that's what. not annoys me, but frustrates me when, you know, girls are like, oh my gosh, I I need to attain your body type and and me as like the role model. And I'm like, no, I'm like, no, you don't really understand. Like me lifting heavy weights, I don't want to do that. It doesn't work for my body because then, you know, I don't like my body type lifting like really heavy weights and I do 20 minutes of walking. Don't compare what I do to what you do because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. Do you ever struggle with you you know, your followers and your clients comparing them to your body type and like struggling to be perfect always because you're the trainer, you're the role model? Yes, and it comes into, you have to constantly educate them on learning how to love themselves. Yes. Like you you just have to constantly reiterate that the goal is not to train with me so you can try to look like me. Yes. The goal is to train with me so that you can become more flexible, so that your cardiovascular improves and you decrease your risk of heart disease. Like all this training, heart disease is the number one killer worldwide. Right. In the United States, over 650,000 people die a year of heart disease. So if the one thing you did was do some cardio so you decrease your risk of death, like you want to fit in a bikini or you want to decrease your risk of dying. Right. You know, it's like, Come on, let's get real. And then, and these diseases, everybody is affected. Everyone has someone in their family who's been affected by heart disease, stroke. Um, so it's about educating them on each component of fitness and how it benefits you. Flexible. Why would you want to be more flexible? You know, right. decrease your risk of pulling a or straining a muscle, or of even having like lower back pain. 80% of Americans experience some sort of lower back pain in their lifetime. A lot of it is due to tightness in the hips and the lower back and the hamstrings. And so like it's really, and one of the biggest ones, just mental health. I was about to say right? that. I feel like you and my mom are like perfect walking examples of, you know, positivity and confidence <laughs> through working out as well. Hell yeah. You wake up every day happy because you do work out. We do it for our mental health. Yeah. When I I look forward to exercising, so in the end, I have that great endorphin high and I feel more confident in my body. The more you exercise and move your body around and become more aware of it, you 100% gain more confidence. And there's been so much research with young girls who start playing sports early in their life. I just talked about And how much more confidence they have. And that confidence carries over into every area of their life. It doesn't just stop there on the soccer field kicking a ball. Like, that when that little girl that's seven years old scores that goal, that confidence carries over when she gets home and she's playing with her brothers and everything else she does in life. Like, because she scored that goal, she has so much more confidence in everything that she does. Totally, and 50% of girls drop out of sports by the time they hit puberty. And so, you know, how to keep them active past the age of like 15 or 14 is so key. And I think, you know, sports is a great way to do that. And I was literally just talking about that. So I'm really happy you brought that up. 
mean, so my answer to your question is you, your job as the fitness professional is to change the conversation. So instead of having women come to you saying, oh, but I want to look like you and I yeah. want to have your legs. And you can say, well, here's a great leg program that you can do that's going to help you strengthen and tone your legs. And you know what? You're going to have amazing legs and they're going to be your legs and they're going to be <laughs> yes. fine. And yes. But it's learning. It's also teaching these same women to look in the mirror and men, you know, because men want, you know, so many guys, they'll, you know, they want to work on their chest and they want to work on their <laughs> yeah. shoulders and they want to get a six pack yeah. abs. And it's like, that's all fine and wonderful. But even like we were doing the Steph Curry, LeBron James comparison, like there's so many men of like, say, Steph Curry's body type that, yeah. you know, they want to have a body like LeBron. It's like, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can want you it, can. but know. you better get used to if yeah. you, you know. If you want to do it without steroids. It would be kidding. a miserable <laughs> life. Think of how miserable your life will be if every day you wake up and you don't love yourself. Uh. No. Like, it's terrible. Life is too short. Yes. So it's the best thing you can do is wake up and learn to love the skin that you're in. Because it's the platform and it's the foundation of everything else you do. So that love that you have for yourself, you then take it into your career. You take it into the things that you do. You take it into everything. So it's like... Yeah, you got to change the conversation and just keep teaching. And it's practice. Like, you won't get good at it unless you practice it. Absolutely. So if every day you're constantly putting yourself down, then you have to work on all your other goals from this place of negativity, of like, oh, I've just put myself down. Like, trust me, the world will kick you down enough. You don't need to kick yourself down. I love that (laughs) quote, you guys. Wow, I really like that. You got to lift yourself up so then by the time you step out to work on all your goals and work on all the things, you're like, okay, it's like you put your body armor on. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm number one. (laughs) I'm going to do this. Like, you have to because as soon as you get out the door, there's someone just waiting to kick you. That's so true. Speaking of waking up, I want to know your morning routine. Do you have like a set oh, routine that you do every day? You probably wake up so early. I do. Can you tell? How early do you wake up? On average around 5, sometimes like 4.30. Oh my but um, it's really also because I've uh, so many reasons. One, I've trained celebrities that have had uh, shows where their call time is like 7 a.m. So they've had to work out at four right. or five in the morning in order to get to, uh, yeah, to their job. So there's that. And then also because now with me doing so much distribution and putting content out, I have a large following that's on the East Coast and in Europe. So I want to get that content to them in the morning so it motivates them as well. So, wow. yeah, so I just, uh, and also I I love seeing the sunrise. It's very... Um, yeah, it's calming and it's extremely motivating. Like I feel every day I'm grateful for another day and seeing that sunrise in the morning, it feels very spiritual. Like I'm closer to God at that moment and, you know, everything's very peaceful in the morning. I can set my intentions for the day, 100% focus. I have staff that work for me, so I need to be organized before they all start asking me a million (laughs) questions. Before the questions start coming, it's like, okay, first of all, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you're doing this. Oh gosh, I'm so so bad at that. I am so bad at that. So it's like, I feel like I have to get up early to jumpstart the craziness and to just set my intention and to be clear of uh, how my day is going to go. 
And do you eat breakfast? Do you drink coffee? Is there anything? And I drink coffee. I'm. <laughs> I am a. I, I am a. No, I love. You know, I'm. I'll only do a cup in the morning. Um, That's it. Yeah, I don't drink it through the whole day. I really believe in uh, the afternoon switching over to like a green juice and just putting nutrients in my body because. Caffeine, I don't want to have any problems sleeping at night. So I want to make sure the caffeine is out of my system by the time it's time for me to uh, close my eyeballs. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, only, but I, yeah, I do have a coffee in the morning and I do get my workout in in the morning. Do you eat breakfast? I know some, some people don't believe in breakfast. Some people do believe in breakfast. I believe in doing whatever is best for you. Each okay. one of us is different. Like some people have are anemic and low iron and they can't do anything unless they get some food food into their body or they're diabetic or whichever. So for me personally, I enjoy moving first. I feel like getting my body moving, boosting my metabolic rate, getting my blood circulated, getting oxygen into the body, all these things help me with having a mental sharpness for the rest of the day. So I 100% move before I eat. Oh, I need to try that for sure. Is there anything (laughs) that you don't eat or do you eat everything? Um... I wouldn't say I eat everything. I am a little bit of, I'm a foodie, so I love food. Uh, I do try 100% to stick to organic. Okay. Um, So I really believe in, you know, trying to remove all of the, you know, pesticides, herbicides, all the genetically modified. Like, I don't believe in putting crap in my body, but I do love a good chef that can throw down. (laughs) So, like, if you, you know, like when I go to different cities and you're like, you got to try this restaurant, you got to try this meal. Like, uh, I like people. I like food that's good quality and yes. good quality source from organic ingredients. And personally, I eat kind of on the 40, 30, 30 range, like 40% complex or carbohydrates, 30% healthy fat, 30% protein. Back in the day, girl, we called that the zone. Oh. <laughs> Which today I think, I don't know what they call it. Maybe it's just whole food or yeah. whole the whole program. But basically your body needs all of those nutrients, all of the with right. macronutrients, your complex, your carbohydrates you need for your nervous system, your brain, your muscles. Protein, obviously, you need for your muscles, your connective tissues, your teeth, your hair, and then the healthy fat you need for your brain. Um, The healthy fat also lines around the outside of your cells and protects your cells from toxins. So another reason why uh, you need it for um, in your diet. So it's just like, but I will, um, I also go with the 80-20 rule, which is like 80% of the time I will be eating the organic, healthy, whole food in that 40-30-30 split in my proper caloric (laughs) amount for my body size. And then 20% of the time, which is like, you know, come Friday night, I'll be thrown down with some girlfriends at a restaurant, like having a margarita, (laughs) whatever. And then I get my life together on Saturday afternoon and be like, okay, we, you know, it's time to meal prep for Sunday and get back to, I love going to a fresh farm. Farmers markets oh, on Sunday. Me too. I love doing farmers markets and grocery shopping. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. I love to grocery. I love shop. it. I have so much respect for 
quality farmers and just, you know, the the work that they do to really bring us quality food with no toxins in it. <laughs> yeah, agree. I totally agree. Okay, now I have just like these like rapid fire questions. Okay, here we go. You. Rapid fire. It's, um, okay. <laughs> I knew you would be fun. You, you have to know, Katie, I say no to podcasts all the time. Really? Almost every day. Sure. I only you said reason yes I, to me. I said yes because number one, you're Denise's daughter. Oh, so you well. go ahead and tell your mom thanks. And two, I was like, she's gonna be so much fun. Oh, <laughs> but because I said yes to you, I then had to go no. back and say yes to a couple other people that I said <laughs> no to. I was like, ah. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I was you're so excited welcome. when you said yes. And honestly, you replied so freaking fast. And like, you're like two days later. I feel and like because being an older person in the fitness industry, when I see the younger generation like yourself, how old are you? I just turned 28 Aww, two days ago. 28. I love it. <laughs> but I love seeing you guys just go out there and make yeah. it happen. So I'm just proud of you for having a podcast. So I was like, of course Thank I'll come on. Thank you. You know, I anytime someone is doing their thing, I love to be able to support. But Thank you also create a positive environment. Yeah. Like, you know, I knew coming to you, you would be wanting to create something that has a positive effect on people. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Now, these questions, you don't have to answer them too much in depth. They're just like rapid fire. But if you want to go in depth, you no, can. No, no, We'll go rapid fire. <laughs> okay. Do you need to work out every day? Yes. You, you think yes. Okay. As some type, even if it's active living. Like, I yes. don't care if it's a walk, if it's, you know, just stretching. But I do think you need to do something active every day. How long do you need to work out for? 30 minutes for cardiovascular because my number one goal is that you decrease your risk of heart disease. Love that. How much weight should you use when strength training? Um, it depends on what your strength training goals are, but for general strength, you should be doing 12 to 15 reps and that 15th rep should feel challenging. So if you get to 15 and it doesn't feel challenging, you need to increase the weight and stop being a wimp. I love that. That's like the best <laughs> advice I've actually ever heard about strength training. Well, there's so, I needed that. There's so many categories in strength training. If you're trying to increase power and strength, then you need to be in that like one to one to ten rep, more like one to five rep range for like yeah. really explosive power. So if you're getting to five reps and you can keep going, you're not really creating explosive power. By the fifth rep, you need to feel like you're failing out, yeah. right? And then if you're trying to increase muscle hypertrophy, which is a lot of guys and girls, some want some hypertrophy, then you need to be in the six to 10 rep range. So for all those women out there that are trying to glow their glutes, <laughs> you know, doing 100 kickbacks is not going to grow your glutes. <laughs> you need to lift some weight and that weight needs to be like six to 10 reps. And by the 10th rep, it needs to be, and this is all science-based. Yes. So like I'm a science head. If you give me the stats, like, you know, so based on the research that I've read, there could be more research now because the research is forever changing. But for a long time, and you'll see like most bodybuilders, they'll, they'll work out in that six to 10 rep range because they know that's where they're going to get the most muscle hypertrophy. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. Uh, how often should you stretch? Stretch. You should stretch every day. I need to work on that. <laughs> how do I come to love stretching more? 
I, I'm so Oh, it feels so it. good, girl. How do you not uh, love stretching? You know why? Because oh I God. have such high anxiety. I'm like, okay, I need to do other things. Even little things. things like, for example, when you're in front of your television, okay, open your legs into a straddle yeah. and start practicing the, like, the inner thigh stretches or sit cross-legged so you can stretch the external rotators of the hips. Um, I can tell you... The reason why stretching became a priority for me was because my external rotators, which are all the muscles around the outside of your hip, like your glutes um, and your hip flexors, they became so tight when I was in college that one day I felt like I could not get out of bed, like I was paralyzed. Oh my gosh. And scary. it scared the crap out of Especially me. Especially when you're in college. Yeah, because I was like, oh my God, I can't get up. I was like, oh, my God, I can't move. Oh, my God. And that moment, after that, I was like, okay. I reached out to a really well-known gymnast trainer that Mm -hmm. was at my school in Ottawa U, and I would hire him to stretch me on a regular basis because I was like, I was teaching so many classes. And what do you do when you teach? It's so much hip flexor motion, right? Hip flexion, hip flexion, whether it's step aerobics, dance, whichever. And... It was just, for years, it has always been the most overlooked component of fitness, flexibility. And so many times, those muscles are so tight, and they're constricting on your nerves. And you and you, if you ever feel your muscles squeezing on your sciatic nerve, it is not a nice feeling. At all. Nope. And so uh, by doing all this stretching, it really, like, took away any of the symptoms I had and all the pain. So I was like, okay, forever. I will make sure to um, to encourage people to stretch their hips and their external. And, and one of the best ways is just that cross-legged. Like, if you can't sit Indian style and your knees are, like, up here, then <laughs> time, <laughs> time to stretch. stretch those external <laughs> rotators. <laughs> okay, next question. If you had to cut one thing out of your diet, what would it be? I love food. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would I cut? Liver? <laughs> I mean, can you hate liver as a child? And then you have all these vegans now. Uh, yeah, that's what I would cut. Okay. Good, good answer, actually. <laughs> Thoughts Something on a cheat day? Or, like, like, not an actual cheat day, but the term cheat day? On the word cheat day? I think people need to relax. Same. Chill uh, out. out. It's not that serious. Like, yes, <laughs> it's a cheat day. Like, yeah, we're having something that's not in our regular regimen. But on the compassion side, so first of all, my cheat day food is pizza, which I absolutely love. But I do, what I've learned from being in the industry for so many years is that everyone is not like you. So you have to have compassion for people who are going on a different journey. Mm -hmm. So a cheat day is a trigger for someone who has an eating disorder. Absolutely. And so for those people, I have 100% compassion. But you have to understand that when you go out into the world, the world isn't going to change because of your eating disorder. So you can't go out and start monitoring every health and fitness influencer and every blog to change the language and change the way they, you have to go get the therapy that you need so you can function in the world and not have all of these triggers. Yeah. So like, 
I do have enormous amounts of compassion for anyone going through an eating disorder, and I and I 100% encourage them to get the help that they need so that they can work on changing their mindset. It's all about our mindset. How do we look at food? How do we look at our relationship with food? You know, what are our triggers and learning how to... You know, and if you have to stay away from certain sites and certain things because it's a trigger Unfollow for you. people. Yeah, that, that's totally. completely fine. But it's like you can't expect everybody to change. Um, but we as professionals can do our best to have compassion. I love that. I love that. And last question. I'm still working on it. <laughs> as you can see from my first response. Relax. Oh, but Get have compassion. <laughs> last question. I'm like the devil and the angel in my own thing. It's like I'll say one thing and then I'll be like, oh, Jeanette, haven't you learned by now? <laughs> I want to know about your skincare routine because you have the best fucking skin. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. Um, gosh. Scrubs. <laughs> Get a nice scrub and sunscreen, of course. You got to yeah. protect your skin from the sun. But those would be uh, my two biggest is just protect your skin from the sun. Always wear sunscreen. And I love a good exfoliation. Yes. Why do I feel like... You correct me if I'm wrong, but why do I feel like also just like your mental health plays such a huge part of your skin? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like my mom, she's never like had any work done, no Botox. I feel like because she's so positive, she has really good skin. No, and I, don't know I agree why. 100%. <laughs> I think that our facial expressions play a role. Like if you're frowning all the time. Um, I also think that yoga really helps as well, like doing inversions and having that blood flow and that fresh oxygen down to um, your brain and through your skin. But And just cardio as well, yeah. being able to sweat and, again, what what do you think is one of the best facials? An oxygen facial? <laughs> well, you could also exercise <laughs> and get that fresh oxygen yep. from the blood flow right through the capillaries and sweat out toxins and alkalize the body by sweating. You Hell know, yeah. um, and so that uh, I think plays a huge role. But one hundred percent, I agree that having a positive spirit, and I believe it's one of the. If I was to write out what were the top things for health, I would 100% have a positive attitude as number one. I love that. Because you can't you can't approach anything, anything else without that positive attitude. And if you start with a negative attitude, it is going to have a negative ripple effect on everything else that you do. Absolutely. And now you post a lot of positive, amazing quotes on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. We actually have this segment that I always like to end with because it's like such a, a positive way to end the show. Yeah. It's called Mood Boosting Mantra. Do you have, I know it's like, oh, you have so many quotes, but do you I have know. one that kind of like you would like to yeah. share or rings true? Yeah. I always it. have one. But one that I feel like everyone can use at any time is just positive mind, positive life. There's absolutely no way you can have a negative mindset and think that you're going to go through life and have positive life experiences. It's, it's impossible. So if you just think into simple terms, whatever it is that's challenging you, whatever it is that you're going through, if you can just change your perspective to one that's positive, the glass half full instead of the glass half empty, and have a positive approach to it, then there's a much higher likelihood that you're going to have a positive life. Love that. Life awesome. is just too short to be negative Nancy's. That's right. Positive Boom. mind, positive <laughs> life. Okay, where can everyone find you? Hollywood Trainer Club? The Hollywood Trainer Club. 
so I have my own online club. It's called the Hollywood Trainer Club, where I have thousands of members from all over the world that work out with me. So if you want to come over and join me for a live workout, then come over there. I've done your workouts. They're hard <laughs> as shit, dude. <laughs> I, then, did, I did one of your workouts. That, what was it? It was like burn 600 calories in 40 oh, minutes or something. Oh, one of the YouTube and, ones? Yeah, it was so hard. It was on Pop Sugar. Yeah. You oh know, those God. workouts have totaled over 100 million views. It is Even the 500 crazy. calorie burner has gone viral on TikTok. Oh, like I my think gosh. because people were really trying to be like, does this really burn 500 calories? And then do it, and you're like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, it does. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming. You're on today. welcome, Katie. Thanks thank for you. having me. Thanks for tuning in on this episode of Austin AF, Austin and Fitness. <laughs>